リンクスタート先輩先輩
his hair. He's a gorgeous-looking man with blonde hair and blue eyes. And then there's this young girl in his arms. She has blonde hair and uh, it looks like green eyes. And she looks like she has a younger outfit on. So I, it kind of almost looks like a brother and sister vibe. But he is holding her in a very gracious way. Like she is literally sitting in his lap, it looks like. And he has his right hand brushing her hair and his left hand almost on her lap. But there's like the title of the show there. There's roses around it. And it looks like a church maybe window behind them. Like maybe this is a brother brotherly sister love maybe that's a new thing where it's like that's her onichan and so basically they're a royal family but their love is sacred and they can't let anybody know so she fights off the feelings because it's her older brother but then one fateful day she's doing laundry and she gets stuck in the dryer and then onichan helps her out in more ways than <laughs> i don't even know what i'm doing right now this is a lot of fun okay so that's the second one it looks like it's by madhouse mad house you mad for that one <laughs> Let's continue. I'm just going to keep clicking. And if you're if you're wondering what I'm doing here, this is the fall 2022 anime releases. So I'm on the page of Anime Planet, and I actually linked this into the Discord uh, main chat. So if you're curious as to what's going on, uh, yeah, just go to Anime Planet. And so let's continue with me just kind of judging the entire show just off of the cover picture. Okay, Beast Tamer. This one's easy to read. This is by EMT Squared, and it looks like from the picture okay beast oh there is a good oh my god they're deities they are half looking like some kind of animal humans like the main girl right here she has a squirrel on her shoulder a cat in her hands and she looks like a cat girl with almost orange brunette hair with a sundress on and a red ribbon in her hair and they're in a field of flowers with some other animals around this looks amazing then there's a girl that oh my god Okay, this redheaded girl in this picture, uh, my fellow simps out there, we might need to step it up a little bit and get this show some hype. Uh, this girl looks like she has horns. She has red hair. She is stacked beyond belief. She has some kind of a red dress or red skirt with a white top, and she has a slit in the middle, and I am slitting with excitement by just looking at this she is gorgeous holy crap and she has a sheep next to her that she's petting then there's some random dude in the back holding a hawk with a wolf next to him but who even cares about the dude that's why he's in the back of it and it's called beast tamer and if i had to guess just off of the picture itself this is what i know so far so this show looks to be uh, like some kind of a farmhand. Like maybe these are three people who train these beasts or animals for people. So they work on a farm, right? And while they're on this farm working with these animals, maybe this cat girl is like the either barn hand or she's the daughter of the person who owns this estate. The guy in the back who looks irrelevant. He's probably one of like the main dudes who trains these animals. And this girl with the freaking red hair. Let me tell you something real quick. I want to rift on this. So she has red hair and it goes into like an orange tip at the bottom of it. And let me tell you something i am a huge huge fan of when they dye the tips of the hair for certain anime characters i think it is gorgeous i think it does such a nice blend to it and the one i think off the top a uh, blend to it the one i can think off the top is from miria kuchan i'm thinking of that same design where she had black hair and it goes into like purple tips and she had her like yellow eyes what a dope vibe i think it's amazing and from the looks of it this is definitely a show where like they're on a barn 
a love triangle ensues where the young girl who's the one that takes care of the younger animals falls in love with Hawk Wolf Boy in the back, but he's so basic looking that the redheaded character, she feels like she's getting stepped on in her, her atmosphere and like her area. She's like, this is my turf. And I don't understand how her sleeves, like this is a whole little side tangent here. She has like these sleeves, like these white sleeves on her dress, but it's like, they're not even connected to her top. I don't even know how those are standing there, but let me tell you something, I'm all on board. So Beast Tamers, you tamed me. I, I, we need to get this pubbing. <laughs> I'm very much into this. Okay, a couple more. I'm just doing new ones, not any sequels or anything. This is a lot of fun. Oh, right here. Okay, this looks dope. This one is called Housing Complex C. And from the looks of it, this is absolutely a horror show. It's got red vibes everywhere. It's half of two girls' faces, one on the left side and the right side of the cover. And you could see within it, there's a lot of, it looks like splattered blood at the top with baby blue, light blue. And in the C of it, where it says housing complex C, there's like computers or something. Like it looks like it's some kind of desks. I can't see because you can't get too close to it, but I don't know if those are desks. I don't know if those are like windows, but whatever it is, maybe what they are is they're like go to people's houses. And while they're at people's houses, you know what they do? They literally like knock on the door and they're like, hello, good evening. Would you like to talk to us about something? We wanted to ask you if you had a moment to talk for a moment about your computers and God, if you had a moment, that would be actually a uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> it looks like there's some kind of characters. I don't know what it is, but something happens where they literally looks like they talk to these people or something and it looks like it they're evil they look demented the look in their face looks like they're not accustomed to being uh scared of blood let's just put it nicely they look like they're about to hit the shit fan and it looks petrifying and i'm into it i love a good horror anime it seems like it's incredibly hard to find good horror shows uh like one off the top of my head is another that's like the best one i can think about but yeah that's what this looks like and it looks like it's by atsuki is the production house so i'm actually pretty excited about this one this one's a, a lot of fun okay okay a couple more a couple more this is a lot of fun a chainsaw man what in the world could chainsaw man be okay let's look at the picture here holy mother toledo uh, okay, so it's a man with a chainsaw literally in the middle of his forehead. He has, uh, a, looks like a metal mask on or something where he has an orange, it's some huge jagged teeth and chainsaws coming through the middle of his arms. I'm confused, but he has a dope ass outfit. He looks like a guy that just got off of like a company job and I see two towers in the back of him. Like, was he born from the rubble of 9-11 here in America? And so he's like searching for vengeance because he fell on a, this is kind of dark. He fell on a chainsaw. And so now he's trying to find those who caused mayhem and he like turns into a U.S. marshal and fights those overseas of terrorism. Is that what this is? Because this looks... This looks crazy. There's literally blood raining from the sky. And while it's raining from the sky, he's standing on the rubble of, I don't know what, because all the buildings around him look great, but it's like, this looks dark, dude. This looks epic. I <laughs> Fun fact, like I know I talked about this the other day. Uh, I don't even know what Chainsaw Man's really about. I've never read the manga. I've never looked into the series. I've never heard anything. I don't do spoilers. But from what I could tell, and uh, this is from MAPPA, so this is going to be wild. Holy crap, this looks pretty dope. <laughs> I'm so trolly having fun with this, but this looks actually dope. I'm actually pretty excited about that. Okay, one more, one more. Let me do a random one here. Let's see. Uh, ba -ba 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 which one do I want to select here? Let's go with... This one is called The Eminence in the Shadow. And as I can see from the picture here, 
There is no shortage of good-looking women. It looks like it's a harem. Holy mother of Gato. I see one dude. Yeah, it looks like a dude. He's in the middle with his hands glowing. I don't know if he's casting a spell or doing something, but there are these women all around him. It looks like there's a cat girl, an elf girl, a couple cat girls, uh, some regular elf-looking girls, some regular girls maybe too, and they have these black leather-tight suit with gold trimming on it, this black and yellow black gold look, and they look like they're in the middle of a city, and this guy's hooded, and there looks like random citizens walking around while they're in this old prestigious-looking area. It almost looks like an old England or something like this. Okay, the eminence of shadow. This makes I think these people live in the shadows, and what they're trying to do is that there's something going on within this world, something aloof, like maybe there's some evil at foot that's causing mayhem in the shadows, and so now they are the eminence in the shadow. They are the ones who triumph over all the darkness and find a way to make light within. Now they look dark. This guy's casting some kind of spell here, but it looks awesome. This looks like some kind of maybe shonen based show, like there's going to be some crazy fight scenes because from the character design, it looks awesome. It almost gives me like maybe a vampire vibe, like maybe he's some kind of dude that... Here we go. This is the origin story to Michael Jackson from Demon Slayer. This tells us exactly how he became the freaking main. Uh, oh, I'm a troll and I love it. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. That's that's just a few. But no, like real, real talk here. I'm pretty excited for this season because out of everything that's coming out that I can see, I'm super excited for so many of these sequels too. Like we actually get to have Chainsaw Man, which everyone's hyped for. Golden Kamu season four. We have Mob Psycho part three. Like, are you kidding me? I'm such a fan of Mob Psycho. My Hero Academia six. Oh my God. So this is going to be the high point of everything that's coming together. We also have Spy Family part two already. Tony Kawa, a special episode to your eternity season two. And then there's this one called Uzi. Zaki-chan wants to hang out. Looks like a young boy and an older dude, and they're blushing at each other. Is that a girl? Let me click on this real quick. I know I said one more, but I'm going to do one. Oh, this looks like a young dude, and oh, boy. I, I just clicked on it and saw Etchy and Romance. I'm instantly unclicking on it, but this is going to be a fun season. I'm very excited for everything coming out. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. This is going to be a good time. This is going to be a real good time. <laughs> so, before I keep wasting time, I want to give you all of my sunshine, my love, my happiness, and hopefully you you guys are doing well in every aspect of life take a little bit of my love and sunshine it's all yours i have been busy i've been so busy i'm apologizing again that i have taken too much time away from you and i know you miss it and i know you love this shows but everything is good life is a blessing shallow oceans is back that's the other podcast i host tiktok is over a hundred thousand followers after just four months of videos that is unfreaking believable to me I'm recording the first Patreon episode as well. It's going to be 86, the first review that I've ever done for a podcast for this brand. You guys are going to love it because I used to do reviews for my previous podcast. So this is going to be fun. All this stuff is coming and I just got done hosting a couple events and it was so much fun. I love getting out there. I, I started the show with this and I really want to emphasize on this. Like just put a microphone in my hand and your boy has a good time. Whether it be a little microphone I hold for my videos on my phone for TikTok or this nice microphone I use 
use for this podcast. Anytime you give your boy a microphone, your boy is going to shine. Your boy feels in his element. It's like putting a fish in water. Homie's going to swim without a second thought about it. It's the same thing for me, and I love it. So I hope you guys are all doing well on your side and having fun. So speaking of reviewing shows, there's been a couple things I've been watching that hasn't been anime related. So I'm watching right now currently The House of the Dragon, and I, I know why they say The Dragon now, because there's literally only one dragon. That's why it's like The Batman, because there's only one Batman. I don't know how I feel about it. So I'm up to episode five, I think six released tonight, and I was team Ray Ray, team Rhaenyra for a good minute, but now I don't know, man. Like, I think I'm team Christian. It's like the dude that's like her knight and protects her. Like, I'm Christian all day because we don't trust them hoes. We don't love them hoes. You know what Chris Brown once said, like, right? The greatest philosopher of our time, Christopheles Brown is the third. He said, thy hoes ain't loyal, and he meant it. This Ray Ray chick, I don't understand people now. Like, not only did she have some weird moment with her uncle because, like, it's all connected with this family stuff and... Ah, it gets weird. If you're not watching, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it gets weird. And she turned into like one of these hood rats. Like she basically just like kind of throws herself at this dude because the other dude who threw himself at her pulled out. So she's like, well, if you pulled out, I need something to pull in. (laughs) It was just weird. And then also I've been watching The Boys, so I'm fully caught up on all three seasons. And let me tell you this. I don't really recommend non-anime shows for people, but if you have the ability and you have Amazon Prime, go and watch The Boys right now. Right now. ASAP, no rock. I am fully caught up on all three seasons. There's a fourth one in the works. And holy moly, I need to tell you a few things about this. So Homelander, he is basically the Superman of this world. So if you have no idea what the show is, it's basically like superpowers exist. And so there's superheroes. And so these superheroes in this world, they have these different types of powers. Like there's a guy that's like the Flash. He's super fast. There's Homelander, who's like Superman. He can shoot beams from his eyes. He can fly super strong. There's a lot of these different powers. Like it's super dope, right? There's this company called Vought, and Vought is like basically the brand that is their corporation they work for, and it's so wild to see how in this third season, how they tie in a lot of stuff with the media, the deception of these companies. And honestly, these superheroes, all, between both of us, I'm glad people don't have powers or any more if we used to, because we would be some douchebags right now. Like, just grope this for a second. So the fact that we have social media and we're able to connect to all of these people around the world, do you know how egotistical people are? I've stumbled across so many, and don't get me wrong, women are beautiful in a facet of reasons. I've stumbled across so many of these beautiful women on TikTok and they're just doing nothing. They literally have a sound and they're just being bad. Like that's their content is them being bad. Like them just being hot. I'm like, what are you doing? Your your literal content is just being hot. Like you get off of this platform. You are ruining the lives of young men out here. <laughs> There's you stop it. You got to give me something. You can't just be bad. That's not enough anymore. You can't just be buff and be like, oh, hey, he's smart. He's buff. No, he picks stuff up and puts it down just because she's hot. Doesn't mean she, oh, whole tangent on that. But I'm glad that people don't have powers because why? Watching this show really made a realization to me that we would be some assholes. Like, these dudes and chicks are douches. They feel like they're gods among men and just get so wild. It's a great show. If you haven't seen it, super gory, a lot of deep ties, connections with it. There's like a, this Huey and Starlight, like this superhero chick and this regular dude. They kind of have like a fling and it kind of comes back full circle a lot. Like, it's a big focus of the show, and it's like, eh, it's a little too much, but it's a great time. So that's, like, the stuff I've been watching. And also, people keep telling me about the new cyberpunk thing that's out right now, and it's uh, it's right now on Netflix, so I got to check it out. I hear so many great things about it. Y'all just keep hyping it up. It almost reminds me of basically when League of Legends came out with Arcane and how many people were hyping that up, so I'm pretty excited to go check it out. I have to see it now if everybody's hyping it up so well. So... 
as I was doing all this and speaking of everything that's kind of, you know, gripped me with first episodes, especially all the, you know, the House of the Dragon and the boys, I wanted to talk to you guys today about different type of things within shows, especially these animes that captivated me and hooked me in one episode. And this is a fun conversation. And I think this can lead to a multitude of things and especially like an outlet for yourself of seeing things differently within the anime realm. So what basically is the thing that hooks us in one episode, right? Like what makes a show stand out? There's a plethora of things. For myself, when I think about it, something that makes a show stand out more than others is the fact that it's trying to be unique. And now shows, most of them, they have a hard time standing out. And I understand this. It can be tough. It can be hard within a market that's so oversaturated, especially with isekais right now. If I see more isekais coming out, I usually stay away from them. I mean, I didn't even catch up on the second season of reincarnate as a slime because I needed time off of all these isekais. It's everywhere. It's here. It's there. Truck coon. This. It's like, bro, I need a break. I need literally a second away from the chicken and rice. Like, I need something different, right? So, same thing with these shows. If I'm trying to watch something, I have it almost like you have one episode to do something different. And a lot of people don't think this way. They'll give a show time. They'll want to see it progress. It's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah, but if the car ain't gonna have a good time driving, I ain't going on a journey. You kidding me? Like, if I sit in the car and it's got a flat tire already, I'm not freaking driving anywhere. I'm not stupid. So, for myself, when I watch a show... You have one episode. Like, this is me. I don't have these three-rule bullcrap or watch the first season, give into the hype. No, no, no. I watch one episode, and if I don't like it, and if it's for not purposes related to show content or anything like that, or if I wasn't doing this podcast, or if I wasn't doing content on TikTok and all this stuff, I would drop it entirely. I know instantly within one episode of a show if it's going to be compelling or not, or if it will grip me. And trust me, I've been wrong on some of these. For example, there was one, I'm forgetting the name off the top of my head, but there is one one that was the creators from Death Note that came out with this other show. And basically the show was about Platinum End, I think it's called. It was basically about this guy that was going to commit suicide and in doing so an angel comes from heaven to save him to tell him he's in a battle with these other people that have angels to see who's going to be the next god. The first episode was gripping and I mean compelling. You watch that first show. You sit there at the end of when kind of everything hits the fan at the end of it, and you're like, holy crap, like, y'all came out the woodwork with this, and I'm invested. Like, I want to actually see what happens. And then it gets kind of stale, and the characters they bring in, and the progression of the story, it kind of gets, like, lame, so I, I dropped it, too. I haven't went back to complete it yet, but that's the premise is, like, you can be wrong with one episode, but entirely, you need to grip me. If something happens within first show that is compelling enough or it gets me invested, we know right away. So, for example, it's like when you meet somebody else. If you see somebody and something about them attracts you to them, that's already the initiation. That's the first episode. It's something there that grips you. So, of course, when you go up to them now and you talk or you communicate or you buy a beer, you're out at food, you're at the beach, whatever it may be. When you start talking, getting to know the other person, that's episode two. Right then and there, you're going to have a good grip of knowing, okay, I got that first feel. Now. I get a second feel to kind of get my footwork in the door with the plot setting and all that stuff. Do I continue and venture forward or do I say, nay, I am good and I will lay it right here? That is how that goes. So for myself, you got to captivate me. I've watched a lot of shows. I've been around the block a few times. I've been invested with anime for a long time. I need to know something different. I want to see the creativity. I want to see the writing. I want to see the literature. I want to see the character growth. I want to see the unique characters. I want to see unique plot setting. Something different. It doesn't have to be a completely different genre, but 
but give me something different to compel me. So if you can do that within one episode, you got me. The best one I can always think off the top of my head, speaking of Planet Men, is Death Note. Death Note, the first episode, is gripping. You literally get to meet the smartest guy, a prodigy within Japan, and he's bored of the world. He sees humans as parasites, and it's hard not to with how people live sometimes, but we're all good-natured. We just have to wake up. And when you see this, and you see how he carries himself, you see that this book just drops from the sky from the the Shimigami realm, and Ryuk with this death note comes down, and light finds it, stumbles across it, and what so hold do you think happens now he has a book that literally will kill somebody if he knows the person's name and sees their face do you know how iconic that is and how much of a plot setting and story development you can create off of that and they did and that first episode hooked me and after that I was invested. You give me other great characters like Misa Misa, L, the whole cast, that's his father's detective department to try to find who Kita is when it's light the whole time and light lives with the freaking captain of the detective department who's trying to find him. Like those kind of plot twists get me. This show doesn't even have to be like an award-winning top, like something like Attack on Titan where every little piece connects together, which speaking of shows, that's another one that gripped me in one episode. You can be something as crazy as domestic girlfriend and have such a wild, plot line and story progression setting with the characters and the setup of what I'm basically watching, you got me. Even if the show is poo-poo, you got me. It's a love triangle with him and his teacher. His teacher is his also now stepsister because the dad married the mom and the girl he had a one-night stand with is her sister and now his stepsister and they all live together in the same house. Bro, I can't make that shit up. It would never happen again. There's no dryer with a girl stuck in it. I'm invested. You got me. I want to see it now. I got to see what the hell happens. Does he end up with his teacher? Because I like her. Her name's Hina. I root for Hina now. Or Rui, this little blue-haired girl that can't get a hint, almost like the same Ichigo from freaking Darling and the Franks who couldn't take a hint. Like, uh. But I was invested. And it was a great time. It was a great watch. Those are the kind of things that I need in a show. So to me... I just need to see effort. I need to see that you're trying. I want to be able to take a step back and invest myself and be like, oh, okay. They're actually trying to do something for me. They're not doing this for themselves. It's not a cash grab. It's not just trying to capitalize on a market flux, just like isekais. Oh, isekais are the hottest thing. Let's just keep pumping them out. No, you're trying to do something different. And in doing so, you be yourself and you carry your original ideas, thus carries the show to new heights. And it brings in new fans. It gets people excited and it does something different, which it kind of feels like this whole Chainsaw Man thing. It's demons, it's Guy, he's hunting him, it seems like a repetitive thing, but it's a different character design, it's a cool kind of concept, and it looks like it's going to be batshit bonkers crazy. So I'm invested, right? That's the same idea with all of this, and it kind of makes you think to yourself, okay, well, if that's the case... How does this all work then? Like, how else can a show really grip me? What is something else that within the beginning it has to give to you? Well, there's certain criteria I believe you need to have. So for myself, I have a set premise of what I'm looking for. I'm looking for uniqueness. I'm looking for something that isn't repetitive. I'm looking for something that seems to be an original idea, an original design. We see in Hollywood right now, Hollywood is in shambles. That's why all these people are jumping onto TikTok because they're pissed off. Some random kid in his, his house and in a 
apartment, has millions of followers doing stupid things or comedy or whatever it is, and I'm a freaking actor and I have nobody, and it's just they're upset, right? So Hollywood jumps on board with whatever works. So same with all their production value, their movies, all that bullshit. They see what the hot market is and they capitalize or they just stick to what works. Remakes. Just keep pumping out the same shit because people keep going to the studios. Why do you think Fast and the Furious is now in space on Jupiter racing around Dom's original house from his ancestors from a different space alien? Like, it's just, it's out of whack now. Like, Tokyo Drift was the last good Fast and Furious. And if we can't agree on that, you obviously have no idea what talent is or actual value. But that's the same thing. You have to have something unique. You have to do something different. So that's why you have to step outside the box. And when you do so, it leads to good type of criteria listing for yourself. So try to find a show that'll make it more of an adult-oriented show because we all know that in anime, it gets the viewership of people saying it's like, it's a kid's show. Anime's for children. It's not that hyped. It's a kid kind of concept. It's it's made for children. No, no, no. Trust me. There are a lot of those like Kureo Chinchan, Doriamon. There's a lot of those that are based for kids and actually a lot of the longest-running ones, uh, Anpon Man, a lot of these original ones are for children, but guess what? A lot of these are meant for adult audiences because one, they know we have adult money so we can spend the money on the stuff we like but two the market of the growth within it in my opinion is still the number one entertainment market because of the originality the world building the creativity there is a whole factor of the Willy Wonka effect of putting the imagination behind it to create this world that is abrupt from nothing it's a blank canvas you can go Bob Ross on that ass and make whatever you want there's no such thing as mistake for all of this and that's why I think it's so fun and it's so original to watch these and to get invested into it because in doing so that makes it more fun and it makes it more unique and it makes it more entertaining is for these people to shine and to give their own unique vibes you know like their own creativity their own originality and so that's why it builds to these fun criterias of now you know what to look for okay I don't want bland characters. I want colors. I want something different. So you watch like Skate to Infinity, where it's basically a whole anime based on skating, but in doing all the skating, it's actually a dope-ass ride, and watching all of it, seeing it portray itself, and the skating aspects with the colors, the characters, the antagonist, which was a super dope character, I need uniqueness. I need a breath of fresh air. It's why I still preach to this day about Vinland Saga. I like the fact it takes me into a Viking setting. Can you tell me the last time we had a Viking setting for an anime? I can't and I thought it was dope. Or for example you can take something that's original like doing something from Mangaki and people that are in the manga industry and doing something on that. Or here's another one. My Dress Up Darling and you take the whole aspects of cosplaying now and you tie that into a fun show with a beautifully designed character the graphics are sensational and the hype is there for it. That's the thing is if you follow the trend line and and you look at all these shows, if it's their first season, if it's, say, their sixth season, like My Hero Academia, why do these shows stand out above the rest? What is it about them that makes you invested? Why do you stay there? Why do you come back for more? I'm sure the hype and all that other stuff plays a part, but if you yourself sat down and you think to yourself, it doesn't have to be a popular show. It doesn't have to be something everybody knows. But seriously ask yourself, like, why do you like these certain shows? Why do they stand out to you? Why are these the ones that you kind of find yourself always speaking so highly of? Are they in your top 10? What is it about them? I can tell you. For myself, it's the uniqueness. Spice and Wolf. I preach about it. I love it. It's a show based in medieval times. It's on economics of all damn things. It has a love story between two characters, but it's so unique. Holo is a unique character. You see her naked the first time you meet her. She's witty. She's bantery. She's artistic. 
She's sarcastic, but she has a way of keeping herself so humble and she's soft and she's pure. It's like, that's the stuff that I love is good characters, unique storyline. Here's another one, ReZero. The fact ReZero literally jumps you into a world that you get thrown into a loop for because, yeah, guess what? Homie has a save spot and can go back to positions that it saves him at every time he dies. And guess what? He's got to feel the pain. He's got to feel the torture. He's got to feel all of that just to go back. And I'm sure inside of his mind, he still has that kind of like thing where he's like, what if I don't revive? Like, what if this time is the last time? Like, what if there's a number of lives I have and I'm Mario? I haven't hit a box and gotten a freaking mushroom in a while. You know, like it's it's true. You don't know. And so that's why I think certain shows like that can compel you. And that first episode as well of ReZero was breathtaking. You literally see Homie go through all of this stuff, sent to a new world. It's a new take on Isekai's. While he's there, he meets Amelia, a beautiful girl, ends up getting murdered and wakes up again. And he's like, oh, y'all don't remember anything that just happened? Oh, okay. This is kind of wild. It's awesome. I love it. No game, no life. You're thrown into a world. They get teleported to it. And it's all based on gaming. Everything's solved by gaming. Whether it be cards, whether it be whatever. That's awesome to me. You have to find a way to be unique and stand out above the rest. And guess what? The most prominent shows that we both can think of, they do that. That's why I love it. And I think it's a very important thing. So a couple other shows that I think kind of stand out to me that I'll rift with you real quick about is like, think about the partnership between Samurai Champlo and also Cowboy Bebop. So the same type of producers, creators, the soundtracks, all that kind of stuff. And they take two different time periods of cowboys and they throw them in space. And then they also have the Edo period of samurais and they mix hip hop. Bruh, you can't sit here and tell me like that is not amazing of a concept to think if these things can actually work together. And guess what? They do. That's like me sitting there for the first time and I'm like, well, I have peanut butter and I want to make a sandwich, but I already got jelly on this side of my toast. Well, I guess I'll just put peanut butter on here and eat them separate. And you take a bite here, you take a bite there, you still got the taste in your mouth. You're like, whoa, that kind of worked together. Then you put them together and you're like, holy shit, I just made a PB&J and it is batshit crazy. Like that's the stuff. Like for example, I grew up in my house and while I was growing up here, my fam was big on cooking on the morning breakfasts, so we all get together on the weekends, and so they would make pancakes. And what we did in my house is we would put the Nutella, the like chocolate nut spread on top of it, and so we would put, yeah, you know, nut in my pancakes, I get it. Oh. We would put the Nutella in the pancakes and roll them like crepes and eat them like a freaking burrito, a freaking pancake burrito of Nutella. If y'all don't think that's delicious, and now looking back, that's probably way too much sugar and... God, that's not healthy all the time. But looking back on that, you're like, dog, that was genius. I feel like everybody growing up has that kind of food that sticks to them nostalgically. So just like shows or exactly like what we're talking about, you know, hooked from the first time and all that stuff. I had this spice. It's called uh, Vegeta. And it's spelled like Vegeta, V-E-G-E-T-A, Vegeta. And Vegeta, it's a uh, based kind of Slavic spice. So it comes out of like Croatia area next to Bosnia, Herzegovina. And that's where my family's from. And so that spice is big in my mom. So she would always put that on our eggs, different type of mashed potatoes, stuff like that. It's like an all-season kind of purpose thing, like everything in the bagel, whatever it's called besides the bun. So this spice is so good. I would literally spend the night at my friend's house when I was younger. And I'd wake up, the family would make breakfast. They're very 
nice too. So we're eating food and I look back. I'm like, hey, did you forget to put the Vegeta in this? They're like, boy, what you mean Vegeta? What is Vegeta? Like Dragon Ball Z? Was that like a new type of food particle? <laughs> and it's true though. We don't know like the type of things that we stick to because we're used to it or we grew up with it or it's something that sticks with us. So it's the same thing with shows. I do believe that after you've watched a good amount of shows, you've come across some great ones as well as the bad ones. And trust me, the bad ones are just as valuable as the good ones because you wouldn't know they're good ones if you didn't have the bad ones. So it's kind of funny how life works that way. But uh, shout outs to Shane because he freaking loves drifting dragons for I don't know what God reason. It's basically just hunting whales in the sky. And he, <laughs> he loved it. But hey, we can't all have good taste, Shane. I understand. But there's certain shows that we notice over this time that stick out to us. And subconsciously, it now develops us as anime viewers and fans to have a set a type of stigma of what we look forward to. So it's like training your taste buds. That's why a lot of people actually say that they have sensitive taste buds. And so... If you talk to them, especially like younger people, like children, a lot of these younger kids will actually stick to food groups that they're comfortable with. So you'll see them stick to like pizza, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, PB&Js, stuff that's easy, it tastes good, and it's nice on this taste buds because it's not too over the top. Because some people's taste buds, we don't even realize it. I would be willing to bet you that they're so hyper-focused and so over the top, like strong, that they are just overcome with sensations that it's too much. It's over bearing it's like being outside and it's too hot you're like i can't do this my literally my skin does not feel good while i'm in the sauna at 200 degrees and i'm sitting there like turn it up steven i need it hotter i'm not sweating from my boobies so you know everybody's got a type right so what if that's the thing with it what if that's all interconnected and that's why it is it's like some people's values on anime now have changed and trust me i've seen such good animes now it's really hard for newer shows to compete with it but i keep an open mind to it so that's why i want I do these one episode things just like Death Parade or Erased, these one season animes that supremely stood out above the rest and shooketh me to my core, they are able to change the perspective of what you enjoy. So in doing so, now you subconsciously look for that stuff in shows and automatically determine something if it's good or not. You value its time length. Like for me, if it's a 40 minute first episode, I know they're about to give me some banger content because they wanted to fit it all in right away. One of the ones I think off the top of my head, I think it's uh, Remake Our Lives. I believe that was a 40-minute one. It might not be, but I love the first episode. Also, Shield Hero. The rising of the Shield Hero and the fall, because season two is poo-poo. But in that first episode, it's, again, an isekai. All right, well, you're already on a bad foot because I've seen too many of these. How are you going to catch my attention? I was invested. Now I'm with Naofumi. And then Raftalia, same character design, same connection. It's basically you got me. It's a hook, sink, you got me, put me in batter, flip me on the grill, throw me between a taco, Put some cabbage and salsa on me. I'm a taco, Bobby. You got me. The first episode got me. And that's what it is. So I can admit it, though. Like, I can sit here and tell you realistically, there are certain aspects I look for. So I know I'm a hopeless romantic. I was trained that way. I, I grew up watching Disney movies. So when you grow up that way, what do they always show you? A happily ever after. The kingdom always triumphs. Oh, Sleeping Beauty finds her prince. Uh, Snow White finds her prince. You look at over here at another, the little mermaid finds her prince. It's the same thing, right? It's teaching women like, oh, marry a man, you know, find him. He's a prince. She's out there. And then for guys, it's like, yes, there's one woman for me. She's waiting out there just keeping herself as 
As she can so pure as a flower, she has never been deflowered. Oh, she's been with like 75 dudes. Okay, well, body counts don't matter, right? Well, that's the thing, though. We've been subconsciously trained in a sense of what we watch or what we've been through or what we view, and that makes us what we entertained by. That makes our standard of appreciation. That now is the set logo of what we look for when we're finding a brand. So think about it as a food reference I told you, or cars. Did you actually know that it is actually programmed that red is a type of color that makes you a little bit more hungry. It's just something it does to the brain when you see it. So go look at a majority of food logos, the brands. So McDonald's, Jack in the Box, Taco Bell, Del Taco, whatever. You tell me there isn't red in there somewhere. Tell me. Literally look at it. You're going to freak out when you look at them. You're like, holy shit, everything has red in it. Domino's, Wendy's, I can keep going. Carl's Jr. There's red somewhere. You know why? KFC, they know what they're doing. They got you. They got you. They know what they're doing. It's crazy. Just like a bull, man. They pull out that red. Homie's like, I was having a great day, and now everything's out the window, and I want to spear you. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's wild. And speaking of seeing red, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I saw so many shades of red when I first watched this show. There's a reason why I proclaim it to be the greatest show I've ever seen. One of the best animes out there, and still to this day, will not be superseded by anything that's coming out yet because it has a such high standard in my heart from what it's accomplished, it's going to be nearly impossible to outdo what it has done. When you're able to grip me in such a way that is uh, fruitful and yet tempting and all sensual and <laughs> one grasp, you let me know that your hands are firm, and I think that's what it does, and these shows find a certain way to do that and to bring you you in. They show you that color red. They grab you with something to make you not want to let go. That is the whole idea of trying to find something compelling. So think about it this way. With the TikTok content I create, there is a reason I got to 100,000 followers in just four months without showing any muscles, without taking my shirt off, without doing any stupid dances, without following any trends, without shitting on anybody because their opinion is less than mine. I did a formula. I figured it out. I grip you within the first 15 seconds. I give you the title, give you some specifications or a little description and get into the list at hand because it's informative, it's insightful, it's fun, and it's engaging. That is what all of this has to be and why I get hooked on the first watch. So if you can do that, you're leaps and bounds everyone else. Full, I mean, and this is another thing too with Full Metal Alchemist and why I love it so much. Even though I can agree as time goes on with Sword Art Online and it's not one of the best animes ever made. I'm not dumb, I can admit that. But it hooked me on that first episode. We can't sit here and say that that wasn't just compelling within that first episode. This is going to be a list, by the way. I'm loving how this is going. Just think about it. That first episode, you see them put on the headset, the nerve gear. They dive into this full freaking fledged world that takes over all of your senses into Aincrad. They live it. It's a world with no powers, just sword arts and all that stuff. And we loved it because guess what? They're trapped now. And now not only are they trapped in this game, your headset won't let you log off. If somehow in your house, the power goes out, it has a backup battery, and even if they try to dismantle it and take it off your head, it will shoot off the radiation system within it and fry your brain. So literally, not only will you die if they take it off, if you die in the game, you only get one life, the thing fries your brain anyways. How unreal is that? That they found a way to captivate us by saying, this is a different spin on something that doesn't seem great, and they did a great job. We loved Kirito and Asuna, the power couple, 
simple. Even though Kirito seemed kind of basic, the whole premise of it, it captured video gamers, it captured anime viewers, and it did it right. It did it good. It gets weird as time goes on, but that's what happens. The longer you're around somebody, you get to know them more. And unfortunately, most people won't stay in your life the whole time you're alive because they're there to just teach you lessons. They're there to show you stuff. They're there to help you grow. And you have to accept that. Don't be somebody that just holds on to somebody, even though they show no inkling, no remorse, no love, no want, no yearning, nothing. If they don't show the same energy you're putting into it, don't put into it as much as you are. It's an easy way to do it. Test them. Don't text them. And what I mean by that is just pick a random message they send you and just don't respond to it. Do they follow up? Do they call you? Do they reach out on a different platform? Do they follow up with another text later asking you something else? That's how you know they value you. And make sure it's actual value and not just using you, which there are a lot of people who would do that too. As I grow into this anime craft and grow my platforms and get bigger on this premise and chase this dream, there's going to be a lot of people who latch on to me because now they know there's something there. It's the fruitfulness. You don't just build a village somewhere where nothing is possible, where it's a desert. You go next to water. You go next to something that has four stages animals, whatever, you find something that's prosperous and you hold on to it. Why do you think they did the great escapades back in the time where they moved from one side to the other? There was a term for it for when like our forefathers traveled across the United States in a wagon. I forgot what it was called, but it'll probably come back to me. But that's what it does. That's why a show will grip you and why you should look for that. And personally, why I have some shows leap and bounds others. For, for example, even though an anime may poop on itself, like The Promised Neverlands or Tokyo Ghoul or Tokyo Ghoul, I still hold it in a good escapade in myself because I think it still did something great. I hold it to a high standard and it's distinguished above others because it still gripped me within that first episode. We can't sit here and say that Promise Neverlands isn't a good show. It didn't end well, but again, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. <laughs> and so, to me, those first episodes are very compelling. They're very gripping. They grab you by the huevos ranchero and they tell you, I'm here to partay. And when they do, you get invested. You fall in love. You start to love them even more. You talk to your friends about it. It keeps you weekly. Because that's a tough thing too, especially in this era. We live in a streaming empire now. So if a show is good and it's able to keep you hooked onto it every single week, even if it has no hype or if people aren't talking about it, that says something. That lets you know it is a good show and it did its job to compel you to bring you in. And then as humans, we are tribalistic. So that's why you have 55-year-old grown men at a Kansas City Chiefs game at football head to toe colored in black and or excuse me red and white and they're just yelling their freaking life out with so much passion and just it's like bro just put that energy in something positive in your life you know like trust i love cosplayers personally because they're becoming characters and they love to be the premise of those uh embodiment of it and they use it as a career wise i like that but people going to football games and doing that stuff what the hell are you really doing you just being a fan and you just brain dumbing yourself it's a kid's game So how about this one, too? This is a fun one. There are also some anime movies that captivated me quickly within it to keep me embedded into it. So same thing. If a movie does it right and it gets you gripped within the first 15 to 20 seconds or excuse me, the first 15 to 20 minutes, that's how you know it's a good movie. That's how you know it's doing something different and they deserve to be touted at a high level because most of the time a show that is older or a show that uh, has been out for a while or a movie itself as well. 
well. If it's been there for a while and it has some base premise or a following like Akira from the 80s, which is a masterpiece movie, you can see that those will carry over and it'll make you watch the whole thing even if it doesn't grip you right away. But say you watch a movie for the first time and you don't know what to expect. Will you invest the entire time? Sometimes people do. Me personally, if I watch a movie and I'm not gripped within it within the first 15 minutes, I fast forward through it to get the idea of what's ahead of me and then just turn it off and save my time because time is invaluable. Time is the one thing that you will never get back. That's why time is money. So if you get somebody to invest their money and time, bro, you win in that because this person literally is giving you all that they have. So to me, it's the same premise with movies and they have to be good. So some that are off the top of my head is like your name or weathering with you. Makoto Shinkai, the producer, the creator, the director of this stuff is unreal to me because he knows how to make a movie. He knows how to grip you. He knows how to get you invested into something quite quickly that not only are you now there for the entirety of the journey, but the destination slaps you on your ass where you were like the entirety of this whole trip was amazing. I woke up, felt refreshed. We had a great drive in. There was no traffic. It was a beautiful time. Great dinner. Got home, had some drinks after whatever, like the perfect first date, the perfect night out, the perfect time with your boys, the perfect movie and storytelling with it. That is stuff that I yearn for. That's the premise of why I was hooked on the first watch and it makes me come back for more. The Pirates of the Caribbean, the first movie with um, Johnny Depp playing Jack Sparrow. He was so good at it and I love the character. It is not only his best role in my opinion, it is so good feels. It has a great vibe to it. Not only have I watched it hundreds of times, I could put it on right now after this uh, recording of the podcast, sit here and eat food while watching it and love the entire time even though I know everything that's coming. That's how you know it hooks you. It has to make you come back and yearn for more. After that first date, are you still thinking about them? Are you talking about them? Do you think about them? That's how you know it was good and it was hooked. You were hooked on the first one. They got you that good, sweet Gouda, that cheese, the cheddar cheese. They got you, man. That's what it is. And so like another recent one was Bubble. Bubble was on Netflix. It's one of their new movies and I loved it. It was simple, straightforward. It got you everything. The character design was dope. The premise of the fact that Tokyo is covered by a bubble and flounded with bubbles and flooded because of bubbles. I was invested. I wanted to see what happened and it paid off. It was a good time. Hardcore parkour. Who doesn't like that? If you've seen The Office, you know that's a great time. A Silent Voice, which I still have as the greatest anime movie I've ever seen, touches on a plethora, a multitude of topics from being somebody who commits being a bully. What happens after? How do you live with yourself? Someone who is born with a defect, a debilitating type of feature, somebody that's handicapped, somebody that's death, the suicidal tendencies, the family broken bonds, how you get through that, all of these things. They gives you so much, the fake friends, the building back, the trying to be fitting it, all of it. It gave me so much. Within the first 15 minutes, you see homie not only go through so much stuff, you literally are captivated and want to say, give me more. That's what this is. If you don't hear Britney Spears in the back of your head saying, give me, give me more, give me more, give me Yeah, you need more. And if you don't want it, you ain't about it. That's not something good. Don't just waste your time on a show just because people are talking about it. Don't waste on it just because people said they like it. Like myself, I preach by Neon Genesis Evangelion, but there are so many people who watched it and bailed. There's a lot of people that I'll recommend shows to, and they're just not about it. It doesn't captivate them. That's fine. Then dip. Find something else and enjoy yourself. There's people who will invest years of their life in one piece franchise from the manga side and the anime side and i applaud you literally i envy you that you have that ability because i personally cannot i don't find it engaging i don't find it enthralling it's so simplistic it's very kitty in my opinion but guess what people love it and you know what i love you for loving it you should love something you should carry it it gripped you somehow 
within the beginning. So now it's built this huge following to become part of the big three, to be this caring factor. And that's fine. The industry needs it, especially anime. The culture needs it. So if you help it grow, I'm about it. Find those things that captivate you and grow with them. Even sports animes. I'm not a big sports guy, even though I work at Fox Sports Radio and I, I've worked at FS1 on their team. I'm not a sports guy. As funny as that sounds in sports, it's just a stepping stone. But the fact is there are shows like that that'll still grip you. Slam Dunk, Haiku. You can find these shows that are unique, that are different. You can even go to the boxing one that's insane. Hajime no Ippo. That's an insanely good story. It's like, you know, the feel where people love Rocky, the underdog. I Rocky, I know you're doing It's just how it goes. Which, by the way, that's one of my all-time favorite ones to quote is that one where he's in Russia and he's like in front of the Soviet Union fighting Drago. If he dies, he dies. And he's fighting Drago and he wins and he has his speech. And he's like, if I could change and you could change and we all could change. And the freaking Soviets stand up. They're like, bravo, das kashvina, bravo, no skirs, no groove, as a vodka is there. I was like, what? Ah, but it worked. It hit. And there was like 20 of them, just like Rambo. People loved him. There was 20 Rambos. He's now like an old guy and he's backfighting in the trenches of Vietnam. <laughs> like it works. And people love it. Grip them. Grip them for yourself as a person. Find that way to carry yourself to be somebody unique. Find yourself and grip people, man. Like be that first episode where people get hooked to you. Have energy. That's why I give you guys everything in these podcasts because you deserve it. You're spending time listening. By golly, oh my, I'm going to give you everything I can because you deserve it. And that's why it is. And it grips you. The first podcast, the first 15 minutes, the first 10 episodes, whatever it may be, I'm going to grip you. That show needs to grip you. This is why it's amazing and why this show needed to be called Hooked on the First Episode. <laughs> oh, man. It's true, though. It really is. Those are the things that I love so much and why franchises are great is the creativity. Be original. Be inspirational. Find a way to do that. Like, for myself, all the biggest shows that I love and they supersede a lot of other things that I've talked about is if they're original and they have life lessons. I love when a show reflects something within real life because, again, the creativity and expression, that's why Neon Genesis Evangelion was so good is because the guy that was going through the motion at his time was having that conflict internally. He was trying to find who he was. He was trying to understand his purpose. He was trying to grow as a person. And that's what it all built up to with Shinji to the ending with him realizing it was all self acceptance it was beautifully told it was artistic and that's why people pay thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars for a block of clay in a circle and the girl's like you know darling i made this when i was in the himalayan mountains and i was tripping off mushroom thin i thought to myself god here about himself came down and celibus and i call this one rock <laughs> people buy it people buy it they were hooked they were hooked it's a stature thing but they were hooked <laughs> So it's fun, man. So I need something outside the hype. I need something that's not recycled content. Give me something new. Bring new to the table. Bring me something that's dope. Find ways to surpass what is told by going out on a limb. Test yourself. Test the audience. You might flop, but guess what? You might hit gold. And you guess what? You can't fly if you don't jump. You got to take that chance. You got to fly. You've got to do it a lot. I don't know why I've turned into this accent, but I do it. Take inspiration from others. Use it to define your own ideas. Make something unique and golden and carry it for yourself. 
yourself. Do it. I know my boy Shane. He's a day one. He's listened to us a long time. He's Space Cowboy in our Discord. I love this guy because he literally took a chance, moved somewhere different, is chasing a new career field, trying to do something better for himself, and did it from the inspiration from what I talk about. Doing something, trying, being unique, being different. He wants to do it. And guess what? You got to try. You might fail, but at least at the end of his life, he can look back and say, I tried. I did what I wanted to. And if you truly, wholly, and fully in your body want to do something like that, there is no way you'll fail. There is no way you'll ever look back. Even if it leads you to nothing and it wastes time, you tried. Nothing's a waste of time if you wanted to do it. And if it was something you were passionate about, it's a learning lesson. All of it is perspective. Everything. If you're driving to work, you get a flat tire, you pull over, you're like, shit, now I'm going to be late. It actually might have stopped you from getting into an accident down the road. You never know. But you might sit there and be the victim. Oh, war with me, my tire, blah, 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 blah. Did you check the air? Did you know if it had enough air? When's the last time you checked the tread line? Did you see the freaking big old pimple on the side of it from the sun building up on that rubber, baby? (laughs) Probably not, right? I'm way too hyped right now. (laughs) But those are important things to me. And why I personally think that it's important to find things that will grip you into an aspect of appreciation for the quality, not the quantity. Don't define something as great just because it's been here forever. That's not how it should be. Set new standards. Find your damn self. Ugh! That was hyped. Absolutely love that, by the way. And that was fun also, starting the beginning with just those random pictures. I might do a couple more of those before the, s- the season starts because, or maybe even a TikTok of that. Would you guys be down? You got to let me know in the Discord. Would you guys be down if I actually do a reactionary thing to these cover arts and just speak off the top of my head of what I think they're about and what I've gotten from it? I think that'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, won't know unless you try, right? Be a creative. Grip them in the first 15 seconds. But you guys are amazing, man. I love you too. So thank you for spending some time and being a part of this brand uh there's a lot in the works there is a lot of stuff behind closed doors that i'm doing so just be around here for it everybody who's joined the discord there's already over a hundred some people in there i love you guys so much i haven't forgotten about making the day one shirts i'm working with different companies everything is happening just be here and patient with me i totally redid the discord by the way and made so many subdivision channels there's a stage now for when i do interview bases for discord only i'm actually working with this company now drip to do some live rips on their platform that I'm partnering up with Overdose Gaming at Frankensons in California. So that's going to be on a Saturday coming up in a few weeks. I'll promote it more with the date. But you guys, there's a lot happening. And I know that there's going to be a lot of fun here. So I want to grow with you guys. So join the Discord if you haven't. It's very easy. Go to any social media platform. You can go to TikTok. You can go to Instagram. You can go to YouTube. You can go to whatever, man. Whatever out there. Twitter. Just type in Anime Senpai Podcast. You'll find my page. Throw me a follow. Click the link in my bio you'll find everything you need enjoy the family man the discord's fun i love my friends in there and family because y'all do some amazing stuff shout outs to drew who carries single-handedly the motivational chat by himself by always trying every day to post something motivational what a good dude bro like i love you for it the mods everybody who jumps in there the people from tiktok lives y'all are amazing and the reason i do this ish I wanted to grip you. Something did. Now I'm not going to let you down. So you guys are amazing. So thank you for that. Besides that, a lot of hype is going to be coming here from the fall season. I'll make sure to give you guys my thoughts sporadically as we go through these shows. I actually booked my first guest that's going to be on this show in a few weeks. She is a cosplayer and she's been doing it for over 10 years. I met her at the SoCal Anime event, which recently passed in. Let me do a rant real quick because this just came up. 
I did the cosplay tournament at the recent SoCal Anime Con. It was their three-day event. It was here at the Pomona Fairplex. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I couldn't go Friday. He was nice enough to give me a three-day pass because I was going to help them do the cosplay stuff. And I am major sad at the community as a whole, not only from the goers, but especially the artists on Artist Alley, the vendors, and everybody that was a part of this event. You never know the full cycle of what's going on internally. So you will never know the full story of somebody's life, their struggles, their trials, their tribulations, everything they go through. And let me tell you, as somebody who got a glimpse of what was going on, it was a sinking ship before it even started, weeks and weeks before. They were so behind, no alignment, no unity, no informational base, because something big was happening with the hosts of that event. And because of that, a lot of people took it upon themselves to be the victim and blatantly blame the fact that one, there was not a lot of promotion done, so a lot of people didn't know about it. Two, it was on a date that another event was going on locally and there's events everywhere now, so it's oversaturation, but the habitual complaining and bitching and whining that something didn't happen the way they were hoping it was because they were thought they were promised something to now berate, to go online, to say such terrible, disgusting things and to be so over-the-top vocal about the disgrace and disdain when truthfully, you are the product of the environment of why it failed. You are part of the problem. If you did not try your best to promote the event that you are going to be a part of, you failed as a vendor. You should be stepping up to doing everything you can when you become a part of something and not just write the coattails of other people assuming they will carry you to victory. Just because you paid whatever an abundant amount, 50, 100, whatever it was for a vendor spot, and this has nothing to do with the fact that I, I don't even work for them. I'm not connected. I didn't even get paid for this event, okay? I'm stepping up because as a community and as a fan and as friendships of anime, y'all fucked up big time. And I cussed here because you really fucked up. How do you go out of your way to not only try your best to support it, but to go out of your way to be a part of this cancel culture bullshit society to talk crap about these individuals and say they literally did something terrible when this was their first time, internal wars, all of this stuff, and you blame them for all of it? I think you need to look in the mirror and really ask yourself who you are because you know what's the probability of this? Y'all got in this just for the money because you saw the hype behind anime now and all this shit so you thought you can get yourself a couple pennies and jumped on board when in factuality you have no means, no yearns, no dream, no ambition, none of that crap. You just did it because you wanted to ride other people's brand to get yourself a couple pockets, a couple shekels in your pockets and it's disgraceful, distasteful and utterly disgusting. I was appalled how all of it was handled and the biggest thing I was appalled with was how the vending was set up, how the voice actors and the cosplayers, they weren't up front, they weren't the focal point, there was no signage, there was no, it was such a shit show, to add more crap on top of it, you are failures as individuals you should have stood up and asked, what can I do to help, how can I help you guys what can we do to make this better, should we all start going live, y'all did nothing there was no unity, it's only individuality and this is a byproduct of this selfish society that we have created and it disgusts me, utterly disgusts me, and I wanted to step up real quick to say this because I just thought about it big fail time on everybody it wasn't SoCal Anime's fault it was all of our fault that was disgusting man god I was ashamed of that so ashamed that I couldn't do more to help out and you guys have no idea how much I was thrown into a shit mess with that cosplay tournament and still made it gold for everybody to enjoy because that's what we do when we're a part of something together we thrive if there's a weak link we get together to make it strong shameful man all of y'all just pissed me off from that, and I had to speak on that real quick. 
jeez, man. And anybody who was coming after me, there was even like some bullshit from one of their free events where people were complaining because one of this TikToker, she didn't win the free event and didn't get a free ticket to the so-call thing. So she literally went on and ranted about it and people were like, yeah, you're a part of it. I had some rando go to my Instagram like, how does it feel to be a part of this? What the hell are you talking about? These people put on a free event. The judges picked who they thought was the best. It was fun and enjoyable. And you're complaining because you didn't think you won? Girl, man. I thought freaking narcissistic tendencies were at an all-time high. You elevated the level. And y'all who follow along with that shit because you're bored and have nothing going for yourself? Disgusting, man. Y'all need to check yourself, man. Because y'all reckon yourself. And Ice Cube told it best. (laughs) So I love you guys, man. That's a hot way to end a hot podcast, ain't it? Shoot, man. Y'all are amazing. That's a way to end it. I love y'all. Much love as always. Thank you for being a part of this brand. Follow along on all social platforms and always chase your dreams. Be somebody who goes above the mix and does something different and always tries to better others and pushing it forward because that is what life is ultimately all about. And anime viewers, we have some freaking heat coming. I cannot wait. This week on TikTok, I'm dropping the 60 years of anime, going through every single time of this, the different passing of a decade from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2000s and 10s, and giving you the best 10 shows from each of them, and exactly why they are hot, 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 and helped us create the environment and the culture we all know and love. So thank you guys again for staying a while and listening and being a part of this show. Stay tuned for some interviews ahead, and as always, some hot anime nonsense takes and opinions that really don't matter more than yours. I love you guys, man. I'll see you next week. Anime Senpai, out! Plain Jane, you yeah, make any chain, rest in peace of my superior. Hermes, defeat a village in Liberia. TMZ taking pictures, causing my hysteria. Mama see me all BT and start tearing up. I'm talking in niggas, how you get that track? I get